Okay, well, just in case. Talk about... Yeah, talk about some more depressing things. You just like... <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about... Let's get off of the depressing off-topic mic stuff and <laughs> get to something lighthearted like Edgar Allan Poe. Um, yes. Hello, listeners. Welcome to our mini-show, which is a shorter, usually version of our longer show where we talk about tv shows we're watching and yeah. typically pick the next movie we're going to watch but we're doing a saw retrospective so we reviewed the first one already yeah which means the next, next one is the second one so <laughs> yeah <laughs> crazy we're we're probably going to go in release order so there you go <laughs> yeah yeah that's true if that help is helpful Although, the saw 3d can throw you for a loop <laughs> although you know doing it in chronological order might be fun to point out continuity errors like a I like I don't know what like how come Saw 10 which Saw 10 which happens right after Saw 1 it looks like Tobin (laughs) Bell aged 20 years (laughs) yeah that's yeah and like also yeah I would say that nobody looks that great so how how crazy that that he didn't get his surgery but yet he he's looks so youthful in the next movie it's crazy Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the show we are currently indulging is Follow the House of Usher, which came out, I think, while we couldn't talk about yeah. WGA projects because of the writer's strike. So we're a little behind, but we're not scabs. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Not not that anyone gives a shit what we review. Um, it just, <laughs> I feel good about it. Yeah, personally, our consciences are clear. So, yeah. Yes. (laughs) So anyway, Fall of the House of Usher is a limited series. I've noticed we've moved away from the term mini-series, and I've started using the term limited series. And I'm glad because I feel like people are respecting the limited factor of it. I remember very early in the podcast, I was talking about how the art of the mini-series has died. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I think... I was watching Big Little Lies at the time, which is a phenomenal limited series if you just watch the first season, but then they decided to do a season two. Yeah, they did. (laughs) Why? I know, Uh, that was real bizarre. I agree. I didn't like that. It was good, but (laughs) I didn't need it. One thing thing I appreciate about Flanagan is he is committed to keeping his shows limited series. Yeah. He's not going to tack on a second season um uh let's talk about some of the little the, there are eight episodes in this limited series uh released on netflix in october 2023 and each episode is either directed by flanagan or michael fimonagnari i'll learn to say it next week wait um, what is the word uh, it's fimonagnari wait Let's I'm so sorry. I, I like zoned out. Wait. <laughs> His name is Michael Fimo. Oh, a man's name. I okay, wait. Like... Yes. Of the House of Usher. Like... He was. <laughs> His name. He was born in Pittsburgh. How do I say this? Uh, teach me your name. Is he? Movie. He's in the show. No, he's one of the directors. Oh, a director. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh, Fim. The Magnari? The Magnari? Magnari? He's from Pittsburgh. Magnari. Yeah, like yeah. I clicked on his name to see if they had if they had a uh, phonetic spelling, which I need oh, Wikipedia I would... to put phonetic spellings 
on celebrities' profiles because that's what helps me read them. I can listen to the name a thousand times, but when I see the world's word spelt out, my brain ruptures. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) Just say it, and the G is silent, so just say Feminari. 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 Yeah. Okay, it's each episode is directed by either Flanagan or Feminari. Okay, that sounds much better than Fim- Mike or Michael. Oh. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna try again. My brain is not comprehending the G next to the N. I know. Damn it. Damn language. Wait, did you chat with me? Ooh. So yeah. Oh, uh, there. Yeah, I said Thank his name. You. Like okay. so, I've been I've been learning German. Just hmm. not seriously. Cool. Just like to fill my time for the past year and a half and (laughs) german while it is distant comes from the same ancestor language ancestor as english which is old english which is not shakespearean english Mm -hmm. regardless so there are a lot of similarities between english and german but there are so many words in german that i struggle to say because uh, just those consonants should not be next to each other in a sentence in a in a word yeah. so it makes my brain break and i can finally do in schuldigong uh very well oh, cool. um, but there are some <laughs> that i just truly struggle with like numbers there's fum feng zing zwing fum feng zwing which is 30 or i know just who puts an n next to an f in a word make it make sense yeah come on guys just looks like it's like salad (laughs) it's like who creates a rule that's uh i I before e except after a c except for every other tons of words i know (laughs) there are more words that break the rule than follow the rule yeah just don't don't even make a rule if you're not gonna do it all the way language is a language is incredibly difficult and it's just weird sounds that come out come out of our mouths that we've given meaning to um that's my linguistics rant for the day so sorry michael fimnari fimonari yeah yeah (laughs) fimonari yeah so mike and michael pittsburgh mike um, just call him pittsburgh (laughs) pittsburgh mike he probably (laughs) you know what that's probably what flanagan calls him i know it's very much. Um, um, anyway, so <laughs> the fall of the House of Usher. I, yeah. I feel like I sounded very ignorant with that whole rant, but no, oh. I struggle with letters and my brain breaks. That's why I just think Wikipedia of all places places should have phonetic spellings next to everybody's names. Yeah, because just because that looks like Michael, it could be Mikhail. Mikhail, yeah, Mikhail. Like a uh, uh, Niklaus and yeah, Niklaus, yeah, Niklas, Niklaus. Uh, <laughs> the Fall of the House of Usher is loosely based on the works of Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, it adapts otherwise unrelated stories and characters by Poe into a singular, non-linear narrative set from 1953 to 2023. Uh, it follows Roderick. Usher, obviously, who is the CEO of a pharmaceutical company, and his sister Madeline Usher, who is the COO. Uh, all of his kids die. He has five children. 
six children by five mothers. Dang. Excuse me. So up. he got he got busy. Yeah. Ugh. It's pretty excessive. So we we should have all watched the first episode. So yeah. if you haven't done that, pause this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then come back when you're done watching and come back. Listen. Yeah, come back. Oh, that's funny. Um, so all right. Okay, cool. So we've got Dupin. Dupine. Dupin. Yeah, du- uh, it, it's French, so it's Dupin, but you could say Dupin is just fine. Okay. Dupin. I I was Dupin. trying to remember the French pronunciation he used. Dupin. French was not a language I learned. I learned Spanish and I learned German. Um, and French French. Let me mean? tell you, going to the Dominican Republic after <laughs> spending a year and a half learning German, I forgot to say <laughs> I kept wanting to say mit milch, bitte. What does that mean? Uh, con leche, both of those mean with milk. Oh, okay. Uh, bitte, bitte means please and por favor means please in Spanish. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so the waiter was standing there with milk pouring my coffee and they were waiting for my answer with milk or not and I couldn't remember con leche. Con leche, con leche. So you were like, yes, por favor. gracias. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Language is a struggle always. Uh, so the story starts after the six children have died. Mysterious deaths. So Dupin is investigating these deaths or wants to know what happened because he was the lawyer prosecuting them for shady business practices. Roderick is like, how dare you? I just buried all six of my kids this month. What the fuck is wrong with you? Only the fuck, Roderick. Only, they shouldn't die. Only Michael Flanagan is trying to be very smart with this series, so he says it in a lot more words than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, and based on this first episode, we see that we're gonna follow two different timelines in the show. That's gonna explain how we how we got to this point. First one starting in 1953 when Roderick and his sister are younger and then this modern one which is going to explain how the kids die mysterious deaths that's and it's all probably linked back to the past and what he and his sister did um i'm getting incest vibes from roderick and his sister and from what i remember of the short story i'm not far off uh yeah well in the short story it's like never blatantly mentioned but there is one detail that insinuates that there could have been incest between Roderick and Madeline. Also the fact, the detail that they're, they're supposed to be twins. I don't know if that's also like, they say that in the show. I watched it many weeks ago, so I kind of forget, but yeah, yeah. So if they, if I, if they up the incest, that's good because (laughs) as they should, not saying it's a good thing, but (laughs) yeah. If they they up the incest. Yeah, and about the incest because well, the thing about the 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 house of Usher is that the the two last living siblings they're like the dude's upset because he's like oh yeah like Madeline's sick this is in the novel in the story and he's like our our clan quote unquote the Usher clan has gone on for centuries but we have never been able to keep it going if you catch my meaning mm-hmm. uh yeah okay <laughs> so that that's like the only yeah they're they're they've never flourished so that's yeah anyway can t- please continue uh, yes yeah we're introduced to all of his character uh, all of his children one by one after he calls a family dinner and they're all 
various levels of rich, not rich yeah. white, but just obnoxious people. Yeah. The one I am interested in the most, I don't remember her name, but she's the one with the gray hair. Okay, that's his wife. Yeah. Or that's the the Flanahan's wife. Is it? Yeah, dude, they're married. That's why she's oh. in every all this stuff. She's so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, go on their Instagrams. Wait. Okay, I, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Anyway, um I <laughs> I found out that the reason she has that beautiful gray hairstyle is um because of the 2004 Disney movie The Incredibles and the character of um Mirage. Oh, cool. Yeah. She just went to the hairstylist and said, "Hey, so there's this mm. cartoon character who had the most incredible hair. How? Let me. <laughs> the, so incredible hair from the Incredibles. Yeah. Mirage. Let me Google her. Oh, yeah, yeah. She had, like, the black dress. So she was like, uh, this girl's, like, energy. I'm trying to, like, be like yeah. her. Oh, cool. Yes. <laughs> and nice. so far, I think she's captured that very well. Cool. Cool. Yeah, she so, yeah. great. Uh, I... <laughs> I like her the most so far. Yeah. This is basically Flanagan reuses all of his characters. I don't know if this is supposed to be set yeah. in the same like anthology series as Haunting on Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah, and Midnight Mass. Yeah, I don't know. Midnight Mass, I'm not sure, would fall into this because I think there's like a haunted house motif he's going with with the oh, I got you. Anthology. Yeah, it's all the same people. But anyway, the, yeah, American Horror Story vibes. Yeah, he reuses actors a lot, and I'm a little disappointed. Bly Manor, um, the the nanny, not the nanny. That was a uh, Victoria Petty, but the head of the house and the chef their brother and sister in this and i'm disappointed because i wanted them to be together in blind <laughs> manner but she had fallen down the well and was a ghost oh uh, yeah yeah but dude you have to watch uh the first i need to watch hill house yeah. i'm gonna watch hill house all right cool <laughs> yeah you better anyway you love, yeah um, you love it you love it so yeah, watching this, I get what you mean by yeah. Flanagan's work coming off as monologue -y. This was a very um, exposition-heavy episode. Um, yeah, it was. Um, have you seen Midnight Mass, though, Sam? You have? Or you have? I haven't. I know you a haven't? lot of people okay. really like Midnight Mass. Well, actually, compared to Midnight Mass, this is like this was more action-packed honestly oh so, so if you think this huh. is monologue like um midnight mass is great but like it really really is a lot of dialogue and um when you watch it you'll 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 see what i mean but it's still a likable show but it's like a lot of just standing yeah. and talking but anyway yeah yeah, yeah. still it's it's kind of a thing yeah and i think <laughs> i think that's interesting because i don't know if i based on the few flanagan flanagan things i have seen already i don't know if i would consider his stuff his other stuff monologue because he does do a, he he's responsible i would yeah. say for the stephen king renaissance that happened a couple of years ago with right. um gerald's game but then again gerald's game was also monologue just 
because of the context of what Gerald's game is. Right. Yeah. But still, that was very well done. And I wasn't bored at all with that. Me neither. And Hill House and Blind Manor are also pretty, very exciting. It's just the the, the outlier was yeah. not mass for me. You'll see when you see it. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like where I am falling with Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. It it's going to be horror. It's going to end up being scary. I know it is once the kids start getting knocked off, it's going to be gory. It's going to be scary. If there's one thing Flanagan knows how to do, it's tragic, gory deaths. Yeah, Um, yeah, definitely. Like, I still think about the handy gloving in uh, Gerald's game. Yeah, excellent. Like, that was, that was so well done. Um, But I haven't, I haven't watched Succession yet. Oh my god, dude, and, I'm on the last episode, bro. Love that shit. But I am, <laughs> I have been in the past into these like rich white people doing rich white people shenanigans. And it's always um you'll love succession. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always very written fast, very sorkin like. That's that's yeah. who I'm trying to think of. Sorkin like where it's very fast-paced dialogue oh, and yeah. people trying to sound super smart all the time. And yeah. I think that's the vibe that yeah. we're going to get with fall of the house of usher as we watch more episodes since it is about a ridiculously rich family well-educated family yeah um, just being horrible yeah definitely um but yeah if, whenever we finish this then go then watch succession then kind of you'll be able to compare but because of course succession is like hbo four seasons mm-hmm. and and the way they like speak with their jargon I sometimes I like, don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but like exactly as you described. But with this, it's a little bit low. It's like taken down like one peg from that, but it's still the same. But I like Succession better because of the uh, that uh, rich family. This is like too many kids, but <laughs> still rich. So we'll see what happens in the next in the following episodes and how their the personalities develop and stuff. Yeah, um, I was gonna say I feel like I'm gonna compare Succession a lot more to Arrested Development. Dude, uh, yeah, I've never I've never seen that though. <laughs> uh, you like it? The first three <laughs> really? seasons are very good. The Netflix seasons are okay, but the first three seasons are just <laughs> like conceptually they're very they're basically the same show. A bunch of kids fighting to inherit the family business oh okay oh and being okay. out of touch with reality because there are a bunch of rich kids the yeah, right uh, right yeah <laughs> like a one of the running gags is none of them know how a chicken acts so whenever they call someone a chicken and trying to do the quack 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 they <laughs> do everything but that <laughs> nice. uh, kind of like how tommy wiseau doesn't know what a chicken is cheap cheap cheap, cheap, cheap. Uh, uh, yeah a baby chick <laughs> cheap cheap that's really funny Uh, i haven't thought about the room in a long time i think about the room constantly i don't know if i've told you the tragic story of how david and i met our new best friend but yeah didn't exchange (laughs) contact information with him but i tried to add him on linkedin because we finally found him on linkedin it was a miraculous like creepy uh case of stalking someone when we only knew the basics of them his first name and where he worked <laughs> nice <laughs> but we found his linkedin and i sent him a linkedin request and he looked at my profile and did not accept the linkedin request and it was <gasps> no! so tragic he muted 
I hate when people view my program like thank you yeah I can see so that's what I learned the hardest lesson of all some friendships last a lifetime like you and I and some friendships last for the duration of the room 20th anniversary screening (laughs) oh man he's probably like that's my that's my other other life and I don't want to mix my other life with my business life so he just couldn't do it yeah so Brady if you're listening to this, Brady, like the bunch, you know who you are. Damn. Maybe his his boss never gave him that raise that he promised or his promotion. What is it in, in the room? The pr- promotion or something for Tommy? Yeah. Did you get the promotion? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. get it within one week. <laughs> yeah. Some shit. Or one month. Yeah. Shit. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm done. I'm not going to do it. You're fine. So um, before we wrap up episode (laughs) one, um, I will say right off the bat, I don't notice a whole lot in common with the uh, short story, uh, Fall Fall of the House of Usher by Edgar Allan Poe, other than character names and relationships. I'm sure as we get further into it, we might see more uh, between the two. So yeah, well, the beginning of the show, the episode was the ending of the the short story, actually. Um, okay, with their the 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 young siblings, their mother, how she like died and they buried her, but then they like mm-hmm. got paranoid that she was still alive and she she came back to life and she came out of the coffin and she went to that neighbor's house and like killed him or whatever. That's that's mm-hmm. the end of the short story, except in the short story. Uh, the narrator and the brother bury the sister. She comes back to life and kills the brother, and the narrator flees. So it's it's kind of the same mm-hmm. idea because it's night raining. She's covered in blood or mud or wearing a white gown. Yeah, but that's the only comparison. And then the names, yeah. I'm gonna guess they're gonna do that again for the series finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. They should. What is? Yeah. I have to look at the episode titles. I think it's the Raven Returns, or I think we looked at it's, this. Yeah, just the Raven, because the first episode is called a Midnight Dreary, um, which is just a line from the Raven. But yeah, okay, so we got a little bit of uh, what happens in the, the short story. But yeah, the other thing is that every single person, like every single name that Poe's ever written, it has been shoved into the first episodes. I'm like, whoa, there's a yes, lot of stuff. You do know that you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, Fortunato, the Gold Bug Association. And I'm like, dang, okay, cool. We're, we're going for it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Edgar Allan Poe. It, this, this is also, I have to consider for people that like have just like kind of a on the surface knowledge of his most famous works and they're trying to have fun and he's trying to like put it all out there so they can like follow along with anything they might pick up. You know what I mean? Like if they haven't read this, they've uh-huh. read that. So I, I understand. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think that is a really good thing about Flanagan's adaptations of these classic works with uh, Hill House, Bly Manor, which is an ad- adaptation of uh, Turn of the Screw. <laughs> and now this yeah. is, it piques people's interest in what the original books, stories yeah. are. So they might go and read them. Yeah, um, absolutely. Which I've brought up in the past how you can say a lot about Stephanie Meyer, like, how she's racist and doesn't contribute any of her wealth to the Native American tribe she appropriated from to create her Native Americans. Not even create, just straight up copy paste. 
um, and mutilate <laughs> yeah. their legends. Um, but one thing I will always credit her with is she got a generation of girls to pick up books for fun who may have never, never otherwise picked up a book. Yeah. And it was so, Twilight was so successful that they did in fact do Twilight inspired covers of Wuthering Heights, Romeo and Juliet, and Pride and Prejudice. Um, nice. I have the I have the Wuthering Heights one because Bella was reading those books because she's not like other girls. So <laughs> the girls who want to be like Bella are going to want to read those books. So why not reprint them yeah. for those girls? And I feel like Flanagan does that in a not quite as huge way. But yeah. how many people who watched Hill House then went and read Shirley Jackson's novel? Probably Dude, me. At least yeah. Ten. <laughs> Yeah, at least ten. at least one. Me. Yeah, at least one. Um, and uh, I haven't read because I know. Yeah. yeah, while I haven't read Hill House, I do yeah. know that Hill House has one of the best written opening lines in all of English literature. Oh, what is it? I don't have it memorized. <laughs> okay. I thought you might you just like I don't know. Might know. Hang on. Uh, Hill haunting of Hill House because I forget. Uh, I got it. I, I, tell me. Tell I me. Got it. Tell me. Tell me. Um, no live organism can continue for long to exist under conditions of absolute reality. Even larks and katydids are supposed by some to dream. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the best opening lines of any novel in the English language. What's that other one that's like everyone says it's the best one? It was the best uh, of times, it's... it was the worst of times. It was Oh, blah, that blah, is blah, Tale blah, of Two blah. Cities, Charles Dickens. Yeah, I haven't read that either, but I, I hear people say that that's like a well-known first line. But yeah, I like the Hill House one better because it's a horror novel. <laughs> uh, before we wrap this up, we need to talk about the other main character who we were introduced in this yeah. episode, which is Verna, played by uh, Mike Flanagan's favorite person oh. other than his wife, I assume. Uh, Carlo, yeah. Car Carlo, Carlo, <laughs> Carlo, Carlo. <laughs> I, I merged her names, Carlo Gangino as Verna, a, mysteri a mysterious woman from Usher's twin from the Usher's twins past, who takes on various forms, most notably that of a raven to prey on the Ushers. And Verna is an anagram of raven. Really? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so dumb. Sorry, I was just reading her character <laughs> description. <laughs> Yeah, Raven. Very clever, Flanagan. I yeah, see you. Raven. That's, I feel stupid. I was like, oh yeah, Verna. That's a name. That's like so a old school name. Is, is Verna a real person? Is she an evil spirit? Is she a ghost haunting the ushers? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Well, if she is Raven, that means she's a, the narrator of the series. And I don't know. Who knows? But that, yeah, it's very cool. And she's smoking mm. hot. So I'm so glad she's in this. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you, <gasps> that's why I was shocked when you said Kate Siegel was a Flanagan's <laughs> wife. Because he yeah. also uses Carla in all of his work, it seems. Maybe more, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which I'm not, I'm not complaining. She's gorgeous and so talented. Yeah, she is. Oh, she's but, in a lot of stuff too. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. That is all I have to say about this episode. Watch Saw 2 for next week. Yeah, next week, and then in between doing that, wait, hold up, I just looked up uh, the House of Usher, any series, and then we'll 
watch Saw 2 and then the episodes of the show. What is the next episode called? It is... Is it the... Uh, it, the, the Mask the, of the Red Death. So that will be watching right. the, that episode and then we'll go ahead and read the spark notes of that story. And that's a very popular yes. one. I feel like a lot of people can just know what, what happens sort of... Um, yeah, I think we I think people refer to Mask of the Red Death a lot during the very early days of the pandemic. Oh yeah, they did. Because it, yes, it was because it's about rich people having a party while there's a plague going on and this guy comes in and kills death. everybody because yeah. he's sick. Death. It's death. Um dang, yeah, you're damn right. So <laughs> Yep, that's what that one I do remember. Happens. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's that's the whole plot and um cool so we'll just refresh on that watch the episode see what happens if anything is similar and then also watch saw 2 as a palate cleanser all right sweet sounds good <laughs> yeah palate cleanser so which I, one's the palate cleanser i don't know is yeah. that a good thing speaking, or bad thing? <laughs> speaking of saw we all know i was sick when we recorded last week or not sick i had maybe a cold maybe weird allergies i still have sinus things going on I still um, say it was the common cold, like you say. I agree with you. I think that yeah. that just. The um, basic. But I was, exp- <laughs> I was explaining to my friends how I felt. I was just like, I woke up, wanted to die, um, and then I went and laid on the couch and watched Saw at eight in the morning, as you do. <laughs> That's our life, though, guys. Like I know that may sound. I'm I'm laughing because I'm not laughing at Sam because it's weird. I'm laughing because like same. <laughs> Yeah. But you guys are probably like, oh, that's, that's while, while I was telling that story, I was looking up um yeah. Mask of the Red Death because yeah. Prince Prospero. I couldn't yeah. remember for sure if it was Prospero. Prince Prospero. Yeah. Prospero. Yeah, like Prospero. But I'm gonna guess this is the episode where the child Prospero dies. Oh shit. Is there a kid named Prospero? Yes, he was the youngest. I know. Oh yeah. Is he the one who yeah, okay. I have to yeah. yeah, I think he's the youngest. <laughs> Such a right. stupid name. I would never name my child Prospero. Well, no how else era. are you going to tie in Edgar Allan Poe? <laughs> that is true. That's the only way I can do it is name him Prospero. So, Prospero yeah. it is. Prospero all Usher. Right. Yep. <laughs> that is all I have to say for this episode. Yep, same here. That's all. Watch a bunch of stuff, and we'll see you guys next week for Saw 2. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg. Bye. Bye. Bye.